You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Hey. <laughs> What's what? going on? Are you all right, Gary? No, it's terrible. This, this is the very first the photobomb very live. The very first photobomb live podcast, and I've already... Thank you! Yeah. I've already flop sweat through my shirt. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Technical difficulties are balls. Why should it be any different than when we do it at my house it's and pretty it takes much, you an hour? It's pretty much the same the, as when we do it anywhere. at my house. Oh, my goodness. So we are here in... Beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston, I do declare. I do declare Charleston, South Carolina. And you know, uh, when I come to Charleston, my first time in Charleston, and arriving today by a plane, landing, driving to the hotel, uh, to the hotel uh, one thought came to mind repeatedly, and that thought was, Jeb! 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 Oh. Because there are 8,000 Jeb Bush signs yes. in front of the hotel, because it is actually, today's the primary, right? Today's Would like you the, stop it? Today's like the primary? So today they're voting in the, in the Republican primary. The Republican today. primary is, is the same day. And, and I don't us. understand the philosophy. Like, if you see a sign, if you see like one Jeb Bush sign or two Jeb Bush signs or Trump or whoever, and you think, I might vote for that guy, but if there's 20 signs in the median, well, then I'm definitely going to vote for definitely. that guy. He's got 20 signs in the median, so that's the guy I want to vote for. Why, is it that, why does it have to be so many? Of can, the I, signs? can I survey the audience real quick? How many people have ever gotten one of those like those road signs to advertise a business? You know, like the same ones that they do for candidates and put those in the ground in like a median. Is anybody come on? Has anybody ever? Anybody ever stuck one of those? You know, right lose, lose weight now. Ask Jeff me Jeff Gully. How did it work? Ray, <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it was a money maker. It was a money maker. He said. <laughs> Wow. That is awesome. I, it's, just, it's just a number I don't understand. It's the number? Like if there's 20 Jeb Bush signs and 10 Trump signs, well, Jeb's obviously going to win. I well, don't get that. It's not like they spread them out. It's like, hey, and every, they're, they're every quarter of a mile, we're going to put a Jeb Bush sign. Right. And then that way, in case somebody turns at a different intersection, right. they'll see the one that they missed a quarter mile before. No, but they but put no. 20 of them in front of the Denny's. Here's 47 8 by 10s that say Jeb Bush on them that yeah. we're going to put in the media. I don't understand the philosophy uh, of that. Anyway, so we're not going to get political. We're just talking about the same. And you drove here. I drove in the minivan. Yeah, in the, the Cadillac minivan. Yeah, the Chrysler Town & Country, yes. which is the Cad- anybody Any minivan drivers out there? Ah, Jeff. <laughs> Are you the only one that's going to answer me? He's got to have something to haul around the signs that he sticks on the median. <laughs> Minivan's yeah. great for you that. You know what? Honestly, I had kind I had kind of a shitty car week. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty bad. You always have things. Cars break down on you okay, a lot. So here's the thing if you didn't know about the American auto industry. If you bought a car, an American car, in the recession years, it probably sucked. Like 2004 to 2009, American cars were awful pieces of crap, and they're going to keep breaking down. And on that's it. what you own. Yes, that's, I own a 2007 Chrysler Town & Country, and I love it. I love it so much, but everything keeps breaking. New transmission, new rear hatch, and new fuel pump. I had to wow. spend $500 to rent a minivan to drive here while they fixed my minivan for $600. Oh. They don't pay me that much to come here. I flew. <laughs> I flew. By the way, I'm going to need that in cash. <laughs> I flew, and uh, we had to stop in Nashville, and uh, I stayed on the plane. So that's a nice thing when you're still on the plane that everybody gets off the plane and you're the only guy on the plane just like you and the flight attendants and you're thinking maybe something could happen. It's not going to happen. With the flight attendant? Yeah. Because so, it's you and the flight attendants, right? And the, and the, and the pilots behind that locked door. So um, then someone got, they got on the plane, full plane. They loaded up. The guy sat next, next to me and he turned to me and he said, uh, where did the flight originate? 
and his breath hit me like a sledgehammer. I mean, mm. like fire breathing, gym socks soaked in turpentine. Like, remember the Nazi's face at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark? That's what it was like for me. <laughs> That's like when he turned to me, and I was like, we started in Tampa. And then, and then this is terrible. And then I put in my headphones so that hopefully he would not try to speak to me again. It was just awful. And this happens every time I fly. Did you say the plane was empty? Every, no, but that, they, people came on, Gary. Pay attention. I oh, said okay. people came on the plane. I thought it was like when you're in the men's room and there's 15 no. urinals and you're at one urinal and then one guy one comes guy. in and stands next to you no. with the urinal right next no. to you. No. And with 12 empty urinals. But it's not just me. It's all, it seems like every time I fly, though, whoever sits next to me has just not showered in three days. It's like you're on a Bangladesh tour bus with a chicken and a goat. <laughs> every time I fly. And I can't be the only Indian one. Food. It's awful. I, if you're from Bangladesh, I apologize. We don't, if you're we a actually, chicken or a goat, I also apologize. We actually have four listeners in India, which is... Do we? We do four. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> we do not have them anymore. We are on a mission to uh, alienate our Australian listeners. Which Before we get started on the serious stuff, though, we also have, we have to talk a little bit. We, we received gifts for coming. We did. Oh, well, let me, let's introduce our, our and third we have to, person. And we have to introduce our guest. We've known well to our audience, so you guys give him a great round of applause. The president of the Professional Photographer of South Carolina. <laughs> Mr. David Junker, ladies David and gentlemen. David Junker is here. Hello. Thank you very much. Hold on, is that on? I don't know. You probably it's on. It's on. All right, it's on. Okay. And David may be the only actual fan of the podcast. In it's not the, true. Know. Is that not true? I'm one of nine. One of nine. That's right. There are literally or tens I of think fans. We tonight. There fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Are you get it, get up on that? Hello. There you. There go. we go. All now right, we can man. Good to see you. Okay, so um, David, I got to ask you a serious question because you're the reason that we're here tonight. What's wrong with you? <laughs> probably a lot. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, a lot. I, you should really ask my wife that question. I will. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us how you got us here. Tell okay. us why you brought us well, here. Well, I, I brought you here because I had no other options. <laughs> and a limited budget. No, I, 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 well, I saw, I saw Bure speak at Imaging in Nashville. In Nashville, that was, yes. Uh, not this past year, but the year before. Uh, yes. Yep. Home, and, of, home of fire breath people. Right. It, there was a full room. He likes to tell everybody that. And it, it, it was true. It was actually full. It was actually full. Oh, my God, David. I love how, how many I love times how I've had to hear about Blu-ray's full class at Imaging USA. That's right. Don't Are you talking about the class at the standing room only class that I taught at Imaging USA? Is that the one you're talking about? There, was, there were a couple of people standing. Yes. I think it was maybe your I'm wife. just saying it was, a full, sure. it was a full room. Yeah. Bobby no, was, stood at the back room. of the yeah. room because. She, it was a great class, though. Yeah, no. I mean, I saw part of it. Yes, Gary didn't bother to come to my class. Yeah, you, you keep you keep. I did no. That. I had a council meeting. Okay. That's By true. the way, we also had an incredible competition today. Did anybody compete in this competition? I say. Yeah. Who's that guy right there, David? This guy right here. That's John Harrell. John Harrell. He. You won so many awards, and you seem like you did not care at all. Did anyone else yeah. see how unenthusiastic John was to come up? Okay, John, you won first place for Illustrative. Yay! He's like, I gotta take this piece of shit home now. He's like, all do I, I, I even have win, room win, in my win, glove win, box win, for win. this? Thanks, John, for your enthusiasm. Your images were beautiful, by the way. It was my pleasure to judge them, but seriously, dude, up the enthusiasm a little bit. That was, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he really was a little slow to get it out of was, the seat. And not, not just slow, but he looked angry getting yeah. his award. Like, like, do I really have to come up here? Do I have to come up here? So, yeah, sorry about all your success, John. Sorry you're an amazing photographer. Poor you. Sorry for your recognition. And by the way, this young lady back here with the glasses, who's that? Melissa? 
Melissa, Melissa Brewer, hey. hey, Melissa Brewer, congratulations on David literally saying in a speech in front of the whole association that your work was mediocre. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, we that were enjoying so that. Great. That was the True best story. part. The it best happened. part of the entire presentation was Gary and I sitting in the back, and when you took one of your own members and described your work as mediocre. Yes. Oh, my God, that was best. It was amazing because he's, he's up here giving an award, and... <laughs> And he's reading and he's like, and if there's anything, if I've ever seen anybody go from mediocre to excellent, you go like, <laughs> really, dude? You could have said you could have said good to great. This is the secret. Good to, to great. The secret to giving good a compliment, though. It was a compliment because she got an award. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. The secret to giving a compliment and making it really appreciated is to tear that person down as far as you can <laughs> really? first and then boost them back up. Dude, and it worked. Do you know my mother? No. <laughs> Is that what happened? That was a little too personal. It was a little too personal. So, you know, he never finished his story. And his story was that David met me when uh, he saw me at in Nashville. Then he met me in Atlanta and then asked me to come here. And I said, bring uh, Gary. And he said, yes, please. And I did. That's pretty, Well, I, I saw Boo Ray and he was he gave a great presentation. I thought, well, you know, that was that would work well for our group. So we Get got the a lot of wedding photographers. Boo Ray's a wedding photographer. Yes, I am. And uh, so he's, he gave the shameless plug for uh, the Photobomb podcast at Imaging. Right. Yes. And, I'll be giving the same plug tomorrow yeah. when and I speak here. That's right. And so he's, he, at that point, there were eight listeners. And so yes. I wanted to become the ninth. And you did. And so, uh, yeah, I, I pulled it up on my iPhone. <laughs> we, we gave him a T-shirt with the number nine on it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, and then yeah. Gary, but Gary, you actually judged. I was a one, I had the good fortune of being one of the judges of the competition. Here's the problem with coming to a state photography convention and being a judge and a speaker: never judge before your program because yeah. you're going to take come a couple of people's images down a peg, and then they're you know nobody's going to. And now you've got program. to show images during your program, yes. and, and they're going to be yes. sitting in the audience going, "Really? Yes. You are telling me? Is there me anybody my... here that I took your image down from a merit? Mine? Would you he step up to the microphone down. and come on, tell me come about on, it? Come on, come on, come on, it's your chance. Come on. This is your chance. You can tell him that he's full of it. What is her name? That's that's Reagan. Reagan. Reagan, you're already live to our dozens of followers on the internet. Would you come up and talk about how I? No, she refuses to get out of her chair. Well, while we're talking about uh, about the way that he judged, I want to bring something to your attention because, see, he was concerned about how people might perceive his judging while he was judging. Because here's here's the way that that Gary would talk an image. I feel like I'm about to get another boo. He would he would say he would say. Such a beautiful, fantastic image. I think this photographer is really doing a great job, but I just don't think it's deserving of a merit. You remember that whole... That's actually the way you're supposed to do it. Have you ever heard of a shit sandwich before? That's right. Where you say something nice, and then you take it down a peg, and then you say something nice. For example, as a judge, here's what she goes like. This is a beautiful image. I would have sold a 40 by 60 of this to my client. I'm sure that the mother of the baby loved it. However, it's the worst image I've ever seen. Also, good job. Keep up the good work. I think I heard you <laughs> say That's exactly how you do it. I would have sold a 60-inch Love print you. of that, but I can't give that person a merit because it would be a disservice to All right, since we're talking about competition, anybody I mean, I'm pretty sure show, he, that you're... Those you're, you're, his exact words. You're thinking story. of a specific image that he no, said It wasn't something. mine. It, it wasn't, wasn't yours. Mine. It was someone else. Because I know he talked down one of your images. If he you did. give something an image at a state competition, if you give it a merit, an image of merit, and somebody is going to go, great, I'm going to go put that in a PPA, and then it's going to get beat to hell if you didn't give it a fair score when right. you do it at a state level. So you're not doing anybody any service. And I can't tell you, there's not a single image that I didn't merit today that with a little bit of work couldn't be real close or definitely a merit. So the, I, And to be fair, 
the, the images that we judged today on our panel, I think we had, uh, I don't know, 115 entries into the competition or something like that. That's right. Y'all got some badass image makers in this group, too. It's true. Sure. <laughs> yes. He's not blowing smoke because no. he said the same thing to me earlier when I arrived. He was like, by the way, I no. did the judging, and you should have seen some of the stuff there that was, came up. There were images that not only could I not do them, I wouldn't even think of it. That's how good they were. I mean, unbelievable. As a judge, you're almost getting schooled every time that you go to a competition and you judge one of these things. It was unbelievable. You guys and yet be- there were some images, like David's, for example, that you felt it was necessary <laughs> to drive into the ground. You made him president because he can't take pictures, clearly. Oh, right? my <laughs> God. There's the roast. Ouch. Oh waka, waka, waka. This will be our first and our last live podcast from (laughs) from South Carolina. We will actually be broadcasting live from uh, the Tampa area. Professional photographers doing another Photobomb live podcast, which should be really fun. Um, But I'm pretty sure this will be our last state. Yeah. So, So, hey, uh, earlier before we started the show, we took a bunch of pieces of paper, questions from the audience with suggestions for topics, questions, and all kinds of stuff. So we got couple of bits we're going to do. We got topics. Bure is later going to show you how he inspired the film Magic Mike, and then we're going to oh. get drunk and have a good time. You should be so lucky. All right. Uh, what I want to do, though, other than just read the question, is maybe if we can get that person up to the microphone so that they can engage them. Who wrote the question, uh, what do you do when you feel like you've lost your passion? Who had that question? Or Reagan? did they leave? Reagan, was that you? No. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they don't want to come with the mic, and that's fine. But the question is, what do you do when you feel like you've lost your passion? We're going to start with David, because David's on the mic. So we want David to, to, to get in mic there, too, and get right in the microphone. so we can Right here. Yeah. This close? Okay. Yeah. What do, you, what do you do when you feel like you've lost your, your passion for photography? Do you ever reach that point where you're like, I just don't want to take pictures anymore? I think for me, photography, like, the passion is actually making the picture. So, no. Think, well, it's, it, but it goes beyond, it goes beyond just what I'm <laughs> photographing at the time. So I think, I think the whole reason I got into photography is, is I liked all aspects of photography. So, yeah, I think you lose your passion sometimes and you maybe are not as excited about certain things, but there's also this part of me that I think when you kind of rely on what you've learned and what you know, and the, like you have this sort of, it, maybe it's like a routine. Like, so some days you go out and you feel really inspired and you're taking great images and things are gelling and things are really going well. And then other days they're not. And so the days that that's not happening, I think you just kind of have this, like, this, I don't we know, it's like a routine shushers. that you go, I got, did I get shushed or were you shushing no. so you can hear me? No, was shushing her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's yeah. a talker. Down there, she's be quiet, you. But no, I think when you We're lose recording your... a show here. <laughs> Sorry, David, please continue. Thank you, Gary. So I think when you lose your passion, I think you have to rely on the, the steps that you know you have to take to create good, solid imagery consistently. And so it's not always about feeling inspired in the moment. I think sometimes you just have to say, I know this is the right way to take this photograph, and I'm going to do it for this client. And when I feel inspired next time, maybe I'll do a better job. But I think sometimes you just have to go back to your training. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, I usually just drink when I don't feel the passion. No, you know what? I have a, I have a real honest... It's an interesting way of looking at it, David, but he wouldn't give you a merit. For no, it. I would give... He it's certainly just wouldn't. short. But he would sell just a short of, merit. of that. Okay, uh, for me, I, I'm more of the person, like, I'm a utility photographer. Boo Ray, we talk about this all the yeah. time. We're like the... We, we go and we do the work. Right. I don't consider myself an artist. No. However... Um, in the moments when, if you don't feel passionate about what you're doing, you're probably maybe doing something the wrong way. You know, uh, if, if you've gotten into a business even that's profitable, there's a great photographer named Parker Fister from North Carolina. Anybody know Parker? 
Yeah, okay. I saw a program with him one time, and he was talking about how he got into a business where he was photographing the every expensive like wedding in his area, in the Asheville, North Carolina area. He was getting all the big clients with all the big money at all the big venues, and he was miserable because he was photographing all these clients, and they would just come and buy the most expensive thing. They would just come in and be like, what's the most expensive photographer? Or who's the one that everybody thinks is the best? And he ended up shooting all these weddings with people who just bought a photographer who was the most expensive rather than people who cared about pictures. And he ended up making all of these images and shooting all these weddings for people that didn't give a crap about what he was doing when he feels like he was an artist. If you have a type of business that you don't feel passionate about, then there's something that needs to change. However, I will say this. Running a business, being a small business owner, is a lot like being married. Anybody married out there? Yeah. All right. Because sometimes you wake up and you look at your spouse and you just go, oh, gosh, I'm so lucky. Look at him there. That's the love of my life. <laughs> what would I do without them if something happened to them? I don't know what I'd do. What if something happened to them? And sometimes you wake up and you go, I could take this pillow and I could cover their face with it. And in about 45 seconds, I'd get a nice insurance check. Sometimes you just want to walk away from your business and light the whole thing on fire. And sometimes you're in it really passionate about it. And it's like a living thing. It's part of you when you're a creative entrepreneur, when you're a small business person. It's part of who you are. It's what you hang your hat on. But if you're not enjoying it, please go get a job at Starbucks. It pays better and it has insurance. You know, like there's no reason to be doing something if it's not making you happy. And I say this over and over and over again. Photography is a wonderful hobby. And, some, and there's right. nothing that can take the joy out of your passion than trying to do it for a living. So not just because you love doing something, it doesn't mean that you have to do it for your job. And I know I'm saying this to a room full of professional photographers, and maybe, but here's the thing. I, the, some of the best photographers I know are dentists and real estate agents and stuff like that, and they have better equipment than me because they went to college and stuff like that, you know, and they make money and whatever it is, you know. So, you know, think about that. It's not necessarily has to be your job, but it can still be your passion, and sometimes... You can get your passion back. Now, if you're stuck in a job like photography, you can always do more personal work that makes you happy and take some time to do that. That's my best advice. Yeah, I've actually read a really good book about this. You have? It's, uh, there's a Canadian photographer named David Duchemin who wrote a book. What's his name? David, I think it's Duchemin. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, I, I, know where, I know where you're going with this. You know who's got the best name I, in this whole association? Kevin Bevins. Yeah, that's a Kevin good Bevins. Kevin Bevins. Sorry, please continue. Kevin Bevins. It's called Vision Mongers. Kevin Bevins. Does, has anybody heard of the book or read the book? Vision, Vision Mongers. Vision Mongers. So the author of this book, he basically take he starts the book and says, "Let me try to do everything that I can to convince you to not be a professional photographer and do it because you love it and not because it's this thing that makes you money. So he talks about kind of that passion and he talks about you know doing it as a business versus doing it as something that you're passionate about and he tries to convince you to not become a professional photographer or not be a professional photographer. And by the way, if you can get through all of this and you still want to do it, then here's what you have to do to kind of keep your passion and, and make it work. That's so actually it, it's actually a pretty great, it's terrific. A really yeah. Good book. yeah, yeah. And so I think I think everybody hits plateaus in, in their career, and, and you you you're going along, you're making progress, and you hit these these points where you feel like maybe you're not going up anymore. And that was kind of one of those books that got me past the plateau. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Does that help? Does that sufficiently that cover help? that topic? Whoever we don't know who asked the question. 
Okay. <laughs> they may not even be here. <laughs> what, what, what else we got, Boo Ray? I actually have a game. Do you guys want to play a game? All right. Yeah? All right. I'm going to need a volunteer for the game. We're going to play with David, and we're going to play with another volunteer. Who's gonna, Reagan, do you want to volunteer? She would be a great volunteer. Reagan. Come on, Reagan. 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 Somebody so, get her another glass of wine. Pull up a chair. Pull that mic down. We, we've taken the popular party game, Cards Against Humanity. Uh-oh. And we have changed it to Cards Against Photography. So, yes. Oh, yes. So... No, we actually, because I uh, actually had a, had a conversation with David. We talked on the phone, and uh, he's like, so um, y'all um, coming to South Carolina. And, uh, is this an impression? And I listen. It's terrible. Is this an impression? It's terrible. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. And I listen to y'all's podcast, and uh, you know, I just want to make sure y'all are going to talk about toilet stuff and penises <laughs> and say bad words. In fact, we have a list of all the things we're we have a list. To he say. gave us. He gave us. Can like we go over that now? <laughs> so. <laughs> So basically, I said, don't, don't worry, dude. We'll keep it PG-13. So Boo Ray and I, a couple weeks ago, for more than an hour, we combed against the deck of Cards Against Humanity. And you, those of you listening at home, you cannot see this, but um, these are the cards we deemed acceptable for play <laughs> versus the cards that are actually in the game. So we went through. We found the funny ones that aren't so bad that uh, you, my one-year-old daughter who's back there won't be able to hear. Less, it's yeah, about less than 10% of the cards <laughs> yes, are actually way less. suitable okay. to be used on the podcast. Hey, Boo, you got the questions? Uh, oh, am I supposed to have the questions? Yeah, you have them on your phone. Well, let me get my glasses out. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will tell you, even the best of the cards that are, don't have any bad words, aren't political, religious, or racially motivated, with these 15 cards that are in my hand, some of you might find this slightly delicate. So I will tell you, to just let's put our... Relax and chill hats on. And let's just have a laugh together. Can we do that? I'm looking around the room. I think we're okay. Are we okay yeah, with we're this? Okay. <laughs> oh, good. We're hey. good. No, you're, no, you're good. No, no, you, you no. can stay. No. Gene Richardson can stay. Gene Richardson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally people in Australia are going to be Googling Gene Richardson right now. <laughs> Yay. Check out GeneRichardson.com. Uh, former adult star and current. No. <laughs> Not former. Not former. <laughs> Woo! All right. So uh, we're, what we're going to do is I'm going to play. David's going to play. Reagan's going to play. And then we're going to pass these cards out. So the way that Cards Against Humanity works, anybody have children? You ever play the game Apples to Apples? Okay. So basically there's a black card, and it has a question with a fill in the blank. And so the people that are playing, somebody just handed Reagan a huge glass of wine. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and and then in response, myself playing, David playing, Reagan playing, we are also going to take one of these white cards, and we're going to choose one and fill in the blank, and whoever's is the funniest, which is determined by Bure, will win a point. So we will play several rounds of this game, and the idea is just to continue to drink and have a good time. Everybody ready for that? All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards for David. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards for Reagan. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards for Gary. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Uh, I believe we're ready. Is everyone ready? Yay. All right. Everybody's I'm going to read out the question, and then you each will pick the card that you feel is best uh, to complete this sentence, and then in turn, you will read them out one by one. One last thing before we start. Yes. What the hell is with your glasses? My glasses. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, somebody made me run across a busy highway to go get a beer at Chili's before the show. We had to vault 37 Jeb Bush signs in the median to and get on the way back, back from Chili's. And on the way back, I lost my glasses. And what's great, though, is that I went out and searched and couldn't find my glasses. And I came back and he said, I'll go look for them. And I'm like, dude, I searched. They're not out there. And you said, I'm Someone telling you. Someone who's legally blind trying to find their yeah, glasses. I'm going to the find street. them. I'm like, no, no. Sure <laughs> enough. He walked have, back in five minutes vision. later with my glasses. They've been run over by a Mack truck in the middle of the damn highway. <laughs> yeah, uh, now officially voting Hillary. Right, right next Just to the kidding. Sign. I can't even vote. Nobody uh, voted. Okay, me. here we go. I'm a felon. Are we ready? Just kidding. <laughs> Very ready. first. All right, so. All right, here, here's the first, the first sentence. When editing, I get by with a little help from my blank. When editing, I get by with a little help from my blank. All right, handy. I feel we should have like theme song music. Like Jeopardy music. All right, hand me your choices. All right, we got David. Face down, I don't want to. I'm going to read these out loud? Yeah, then you're going to read the answers. You're the guru. Come on, Reagan, tighten up. Oh, no. All right, here we go. Here we go. I'm glad I singled you out. You're sassy. All right, so here's. So so then I'm going to read them out, then we'll read the questions. I'll pick a winner. All right. When editing. I get by with a little help from my pictures of boobs. <laughs> Yay! Yes. Right, pictures of boobs. When editing, I get by with a little help from seething with quiet resentment. Mm. That's actually very, that's like me that's editing much, for competition. That's, that's actually too, very close too to Too much the bone. truth comedy. Like. And um, when editing, I get by with a little help from my soul. Well, I think it's obvious there's only one clear choice here, and it's got to be pictures of boobs. Pictures of boobs. And the winner is? Who had pictures of boobs? David! All right, one point. David. Who's keeping score? All right, here we go. Next question. Let me get it up on my phone. (laughs) Next question. No portrait session would be complete without a blank. No portrait session would be complete without a blank. Write down your answers now, contestants. Our losers today are going to take home a free case of turtle wax and the home edition of our game. (laughs) We are playing the home edition of the game. (laughs) All right. No portrait session would be complete without throwing a virgin into a volcano. All right. This makes for great engagement photos. No portrait session would be complete without a tiny horse. That's a thing. <laughs> little Sebastian. Bye, bye, little Sebastian. All right. And no, <laughs> no, no portrait session would be complete without a super soaker full of cat pee. Well, I think that's our winner right there. It's got to be. Reagan. Reagan. If I had a nickel every time I Woo. used a super soaker full of I'm not doing well pee. at this game, apparently. All right. Here we go. Next one. The portrait session well, no, let's go to this one. My new camera is like my old camera, except for blank. My new camera is like my old camera, except for blank. Someone just delivered a beer to me. It must be last call. <laughs> is that what's going on? You're stocking no. us up? My new camera is like my old camera, except for blank. God bless you. Except for blank. It's taking a long time. I'm actually time to in the market for a new camera this year. <laughs> Super excited. The score is one and one, and Gary has... Zero. 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 I'm being my cr- new camera is like my old camera, except for an ice pick lobotomy. That's... Um, <laughs> right. 
My new camera is like my old camera, except for Oompa Loompas. <laughs> That's like, a new I like setting in the uh, Nikon menu. My new camera is like my old camera, except for David Bowie flying in on a tiger made of lightning. <laughs> That's that's, the, yes. That's an interesting uh, addition to a camera. <laughs> wow, Poignant because he recently passed away. Um, I don't know if camera? you in South Carolina even know about David Bowie. <laughs> no, they don't know who David Bowie is <laughs> no, in South Carolina. No way. They, they just got the internet last week. Aww. And cable. <laughs> you guys Come heard on. of Nirvana? Great oh, band. Oh, you're making friends fast in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go with my new camera is like my old camera, except for David Bowie flying in on a tiger made of he lightning. Shoots, he shoots Oh, that's Gary. All right, so it's one, one, one. Ooh, tied up. It's All right, so up. this is gonna be our tiebreaker right here. Yeah, like I feel like this is uh, uh, like wait, wait, don't tell me on NPR and when everybody's or everybody wins. Does everybody get a trophy? Yes, everyone gets it. So you don't want to have the tiebreaker. You just want it to be a straight no, up. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Don't cr- we get to pick up? Like we need to like I, add some to our stats. Some add some cards. She's oh, upset yeah, yeah, because yeah. she doesn't have enough like super three rounds. Stoker. Three. She doesn't rounds. have enough super soaker full of pee right. cards to play. We got it. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. I'm gonna crush you, losers. All right. Here we go. I'm just next kidding. card. Thanks for listening. If you want all the digital files, first you have to buy blank. If you want all the digital files, first you have to buy blank. Now, everyone quiet while I take a sip of beer. <laughs> ah, all right. This reading cards is hard work. <laughs> With right, glasses that have been run over by a truck. <laughs> if you want the digital files, you will also have to buy fiery poops. <laughs> How much do you charge for the fiery poops? Somebody really likes prints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, how do you how do you price the fiery poops? How much does a, a plate of pan and curry cost extra hot at the local Thai restaurant? <laughs> I don't know. That's how much you pay for fiery poops. That's how much you pay? <laughs> you ever go to one of those places like that and you eat that food is so fiery and then on the way home you stop off at the Walmart and you get like a half a gallon of ice cream and you eat it that night before you go to bed and the next morning when you're on the toilet you're just going, come on, ice cream. <laughs> come on, ice cream. <laughs> that just sounds like a failure pile in a sadness bowl. If you want the digital files, you will also have to buy my ex-wife. Oh, yeah. That would deter me like from that asking one. about files. And if you want the digital files, you will also have to buy a micro pig wearing a tiny raincoat and booties. <laughs> that sounds adorable. I got to respect the writing on that one. Um, ah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be between these two. Uh, can we get all the files on a disk? We'd like all the files. Can we get all the files on a disk? How much is that? Well, if you want the digital files, you're also... You're gonna have to buy. You're gonna have to buy fiery poops. Who put fiery yeah. poops? Fiery poops is what you're gonna have to buy. David. David. Oh yeah. All right, David. Does that make David our winner? Done. What? Does that make David our winner? Or no. no? We're continuing. It's it's uh, first to three. Oh okay. All right. Next next cards. Are we ready? And the next one is whoop. <clears throat> My favorite camera setting is blank. My favorite camera setting is blank. <laughs> this is collecting cards my favorite now. Camera You've got a winner. You feel you have a winner. I feel All like right. I do. My favorite camera setting. It's actually a little close to is truth. Blank. Is there a P for professional card? I think you can win with what you've got. But let me go ahead, Reagan. Since my favorite, since you're so special. Camera setting <laughs> is. Oh, we're gonna talk later. My favorite <laughs> camera setting is. Completely unwarranted confidence. 
Oh, that's called P for professional. That's actually pretty good. Completely yeah, that's, con- pretty that's how good. I started my career. <laughs> I had a uh, photography mentor. Uh, it was a great wedding photographer. I carried his bags for two years, and I would see him taking pictures of a couple. And it was like a terrible location, terrible light, and it wasn't working out. And he would just go, yeah, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. And I said, man, like, why did you take those pictures? He goes, they don't know they suck. It's like, they're not even remember that I took them. But if I tell them, oh, this isn't working out, let's do something else, then they're going to lose confidence in me. So I fake my way through that setup, and then I move on to the next thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it works. My favorite camera setting is not wearing pants. <laughs> David. Oh, I like <laughs> And finally, true. my favorite camera setting is pretending to care. P for, pr- P for pretending to care. That's our, that's our winner. There's no doubt that's our winner. Yes, pretending yes. to care. Yes. All right, so where are we at score-wise? Uh, got- Gary 2, David 2, Reagan Uno. Oh, Reagan's down to one now. We got a 66% chance right. that this game is going to be over in the next round. The next one is, next one is, I don't understand why my print didn't merit. It's a perfect picture of... Blank. I don't understand. Man, I, I really blew it on that teacup pig card. <laughs> should have been the one I threw. Pictures right of now. boobies. <laughs> I don't understand why my print didn't merit. It's a perfect picture of blank. Waiting on Reagan. Oh yeah, because we had the good stuff. All right, here we go. Here we go. Whatevs. Right. Whatevs. I don't understand why my picture didn't merit. It's a perfect picture of. A lifetime of sadness. <laughs> it's also called a wedding. <laughs> I don't understand why my picture didn't merit. It's a perfect picture of a stray pube. <laughs> <laughs> I think with, with a little Photoshop, you could probably take that out. You kept that card in. I don't understand... Why my picture didn't merit. It's a perfect picture of my humps. My humps, my humps, my humps. I've got to go with a straight pube. There's no, there's no doubt pube? it's a straight pube. Who is straight pube? Right here. There it is, David. David wins. We have a winner. The fix is in. The, the fix perfect is picture in. of a straight pube. And the very first winner of the very first ever game of Cards Against Photography is Mr. David Junker. All right. Wait till I put that on my resume. Congratulations, sir. I don't think that that's something you want to hang on the wall in your studio. Oh, there's an award for that. <laughs> there will be now. He's in charge of the awards. Oh, yes. I'm yeah. just right. impressed that he sang the My Humps song with the card. So wow, that's, that's that, pretty that great. That was good. Wow, thank you very much. Yeah. My Humps, My Humps, My Humps. Mm-hmm. I, I was going for you, Reagan, on that one. I think that that was the card that I would have picked. Oh, now, oh, you're going to second guess me now? No, no, you're the, you're the game. Well, you know what? If you were the judge, you could make the decision, Gary. But you're not. <laughs> not this time. Okay. You want to speak to that? I'm the judge. I'll challenge. Are we in the ins and outs? Are we in the ins and outs? challenge? You want to challenge my challenge? You want to challenge that? All right. Never challenge the straight pube. Let's go. This is why I'm never going to be a judge is because if I was a judge and then someone said, you know, and uh, because my challenge would sound like this. I'm, I'd like to challenge that. Okay, we have a challenge. So go ahead. Yeah, you guys are clearly assholes. <laughs> and, then, and then I would never be asked to judge again. Because they have, the, the judges are always so nice. They're always so nice. And it's, and well, I would have just to be because like, then you get somebody like Reagan who's like, you didn't mirror my image. It's okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> she is clearly... Clearly not okay with it. One day, years down the road, you're going to thank me. No, probably not. 
Does anybody ever watch like uh, when they like the SEPA is streamed and IPC is streamed? You guys ever watch that when they're doing the judging? The oh live my stream god! From the no work gets done. No work gets done. You just you can't stop watching it and screaming and spitting on the screen. Shameless plug for Boo Ray Perry. Oh, because who is the face because of the IPC? Wait, oh, that's oh, true. Who was that? I don't remember. I think it's Boo Ray Perry. It might have been. There is this wonderful it show was. called IPC Live shameless that takes plug, place. Hey, da- hey David. Hey David. Did you notice something new about Boo Ray tonight? Besides his glasses. No glasses. No. 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 Cooler. The, what? Even cooler. Not the rock star bracelets. He's wearing so many bracelets. <laughs> yes, I'm wearing my rock star bracelets. I got all my Yes, little... because a 51-year-old man is leaving his house in Tampa to get on a plane to Charleston, and he goes, wait, 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 just a couple more bracelets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can never have too many bracelets. <laughs> because somebody's going to look at you and go, I think that guy's like in his 50s. No, 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 no. He's got eight bracelets. He's clearly 45. <laughs> he even Instagrammed it. It's true. He Instagrammed his bracelets. That's right. Uh, Absolutely yeah. did. But let me tell you something. Man with baby who's only 13 months old, the day will come when that baby will give you presents, and you will wear those goddamn presents <laughs> when you're leaving on a trip, and you will not take them off. There's no way your daughters are so uncool they made you because those bracelets. Because I got them for Christmas, because, you will, because your children got them for you, and you will wear them for your children. All right, all right. When I was well, in I had, a, I had a boss who used to come name? to work. I had a boss. I, my daughter? Yeah. Ellie. This is most likely, and I'm, I'm back with the, this is most likely the present that she would leave you. With his cards against photography. Pooping in a laptop and closing it. There you go. <laughs> I had a boss back when I was a young man, and he used to wear these just hideous like Disney ties to work every day. And I was like, what, what is with those ugly Disney ties? And he said, my daughters pick up my clothes every day, and I just wear whatever they, they give me. And I thought at the time, that's just stupid. And now I'm like, oh, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally I, get that. I would, if, if she gave me something, yeah, I would wear it. Yeah, you would it. wear it. Yeah, if it was a Burger King hat, I'd yeah, wear it. Yeah, she would. I don't care what it was. And that doesn't explain why I'm still wearing them. To the fact <laughs> like, they can't see you right now. It's my look. I'm going for the hipster doofus look. By the way, one of the questions that came in was for you, Gary, and it said, how do you manage to get your hair so far off your head? Ooh, good question. A lot of hair product, hair dryer, hanging upside down while I dry my hair. Next question. (laughs) Just kidding. Actually, the truth is this, is that um, I have a, uh, if you you go to our Facebook page and you can, there are pictures of me on there. I have a Jimmy Neutron haircut, that's true. Um, But I have a crown, a pointy part, right, like a Klingon ridge right on the middle of the top of my head. So I've had this haircut for like 15 years because if I push it up in the front, then you can't tell that I have a really bony, pointy head in the middle. And so I actually have a disability, so thanks for bringing that up, you jerks. Um, Next question. (laughs) That's it for the questions. Are there any photography-related questions? I'm still thinking about the pointy head. Well, there's actually a serious question. All right, let's go. You want to go with the serious question? We'll we'll give it to David. All right. Uh, And the question was, what do you think about, although it's kind of vague, what do you think about the state of the photography industry today? (sighs) I mean, that's overreaching and vague, but I mean, wow. I'm actually ready to pull the trigger on that question. There's actually actually a T-shirt for that. Yeah, it's oh. the forecast. <laughs> There's the forecast right here. Are you recording this on multiple devices, David? Yeah, I didn't have any faith in your <laughs> system over there. I'm so glad you are. David has like a Tascam professional digital audio recorder and his phone running on the top of the table right now, just in case all this stuff we're doing fails. I'm pretty sure I'm going to email you next week to, to like email me. I was, I was counting on it. Yeah. David gave us both it's T-shirts. It's all about backing alert. up your backups. Backups of the backups. Backing up your backups. All right, what does a T-shirt say that you gave us tonight, David? It says the weekend forecast. 
photography with a chance of drinking. Yeah, that sounds go. like my life. Speaking of which, like I got a, a hurricane couple of drink tickets. It's kind of backwards. It should be drinking with a chance of photography. Cash one of these in for me and get me a Budweiser. Is he still open back Thank there? Thank you, Reagan. God thing? bless you. All right. People are going to think Reagan was the only person in the room. <laughs> 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 All right, I will field this question. Ed Gene. I'm happy to field this question. Raise your hand if you're sick and tired of people blaming the economy for having a failing photography business. Okay, there's like, okay, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, uh, it's... It's uh, yeah, we're cheersing. Thanks, Reagan. Here's the thing: um, the business has changed, has it not? I remember my parents are photographers. I'm from a photography family, and in the mid two like mid 2010s, 2005, 2006, you were like writing checks against like how much. My parents were making sales. They did a the in person sales business, big time portraits, ten thousand dollars sales, fifteen thousand dollars sales. It was like. License to print money to have a, a appointment-only high-end photography business. It was crazy. And all of a sudden, it was like, can I have all the files on the disk for $12? And because everybody hurt. How many people, by a show of hands, know somebody who lost their photography business during the recession? Yeah, right? Every single person in the room. Like, it's tough. It hurt a lot. But let me tell you, yeah, it's changed. Yeah, it's changed a little bit, and they're... You know, but people blame new people in the business, how cheap the equipment is, and all the other things. But at this point in 2016, if you're not succeeding, then there's, you're doing something wrong. There are no outside forces trying to take you down because there are photographers all over that are doing very, very, very well. And so here's what I think about the state of the business. Yeah, there are a lot of crappy photographers out there that don't know what they're doing. A lot of the crappy photographers out there that didn't know what they were doing five, six, seven, eight years ago are pretty darn good now. And they're actually teaching at these national conventions. And the other thing I'll say is that we have new and amazing opportunities. For example, por ejemplo, headshots. Oh, I'm Anybody sorry, shooting was that, headshots what was and that? making boatloads of money off of shooting headshots? <clears throat> That's true. This, this is an area that, is, although it's always been Name around, somebody it is not in as some big type now. of business that does not need a headshot. Everybody does because everybody wants like their LinkedIn cool photo now. Get That's it, right. Reagan. Absolutely. That's right. Look at Reagan on the microphone. Probably like a sanitation engineer. We couldn't get her on the microphone 10 minutes ago, and now the bitch won't shut up. <laughs> God damn, boo. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean you, that could in a good way. you could have gotten away from the microphone <laughs> like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. South Carolina. It I had to chime in on the LinkedIn thing. Yes, yes. everybody's so, like... Oh, it's but, like the Facebook for people that think that they're too cool for Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Businesses have changed, have they not? There's so much that has changed about the industry, but at the end of the day, I think I know a lot of people making good money, making a great living doing photography right now, and it's the only people that I know that are not are people that have not changed the way they do things. And here's the thing. Being in the photography industry complaining about all the changes is like being a guy who owned a horse and buggy repair shop in 1915 going, why doesn't anybody want to drive a horse and buggy anymore? But These automobiles are ruining the buggy industry. Uncanny. Like, your, your, your ability to imitate someone from that time era I know. is I know. really uncanny. My, it's staggeringly good. My accents are Your unbeatable. accents are incredible. Quick, now let's hear, just quick, give me a little bit of, say, a uh, old... Let's go with a Scottish brogue, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. sheep farmer, mm-hmm. 1812. All right, all right. Let me get in the mode. Let me get in the mode. All right, I'm ready. Here we go. Oh, my God, look at all the sheep. I got wow. so many sheep, I'm wearing a kilt. Unbelievable right? how good that, unbelievable. Look. Let's go one more time. Let's go. Right, let, right, let's go. It. I want to go with 
Australian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but wait, we're gonna go with West Coast Australian. West uh, clearly. Well, we just I want to make sure we're specific. West Coast Australian. We want to go Melbourne, not Sydney. Exactly. And then we're gonna go. We're gonna go. No idea where those are. Turn of the century, seventeen oh one. Came over not as a convict, but as a guard mm, to Australia mm. from the south end of London. Mm. Mr. Hughes. Let's south London. Let's immigrant to Australia. Yes. Prison guard. Just let's go. Now let's just theater of the mind. Can I get complete silence while I do this transition into character? <laughs> theater of the mind. What would that sound like? Oh my god! I'm gonna put another shrimp on the barbie! Crazy. Look at all these prisoners! Australia's huge! There's nothing here! It's only 1701! I'm pretty sure nothing was here by then! That's fantastic. I don't think there's even a colony here! Unbelievable! In Unbelievable! Who doesn't really know his history? And if that person were to do a piece of digital art mm. for competition, mm. and his name was Randy Van Dynen, <laughs> <laughs> what would that? What would that sound like in musical form? <clears throat> I need a little. Uh, I need to channel Bob Seger. <laughs> Randy Van Dynen riding on a Pegasus, swinging the mighty Excalibur. Yes. Thank you very much. The people in the audience have no idea what that was. Go listen to the show. That's called a callback because because we spent two episodes singing stupid songs about Randy Van Dyne. Three, actually. Three Three episodes. episodes. Uh, Very good. That was extremely entertaining. Let's hear it for my voice talents, can we? That was the most lackluster applause yet this evening. Thank you for nothing. (laughs) <laughs> All right. What we have are another you talking question. about? Who are these people? Who are these people? Are these people? You sound like Shrek. You sound like Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Vicious. you sounded more like the gingerbread man. Oh. <laughs> See, that's no. what you get for calling her a bitch earlier. No, you did. Exactly. No, I didn't. I, would, I don't use the B word. I have a daughter. I have respect <laughs> for women. I'm a feminist. I have two daughters, which is why I learned you, that's to use That's why it. you called her the B word. Who are all these people? Who are these Tiny people? shampoo bottles. What's wrong? <laughs> Can't we have a large shampoo bottle? All right. Next question from our lovely audience. Why should photographers... This is a good question. Why should photographers strive to be certified? Ooh. Why should you be certified as a certified professional photographer? I'm certified. Are you certified? I am indeed. David, are you certified? I am. He's wearing a certified... Show of hands. Who's a certified professional photographer in the room? Certified, certified, certified. Like three of you. Jeez, yeah. Louise. Um, I tell you what, for a lot of people that started photography in the digital photography in the digital era, um, you actually learn a lot of stuff that you kind of skipped. Yes, you do. Really, you do. You can become um, a professional photographer without knowing a lot about photography. Yeah. And so, well, yeah, liter- all you have to do is literally take money to charge somebody money to take a picture and you're technically now a professional photographer. Right. Yeah. So and I don't have any problem with that. But certifi- not that there's anything wrong not with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But certification is a pretty cool process. Although I think that it's kind of like unnecessarily long and convoluted isn't it like long? but at the same time I there's disagree. nothing else out there we don't have any system if you going to cut hair for a living if you're a hairstylist if you're going to cut somebody's hair which you can't possibly ruin to the point where it won't grow back you have to get you have to go to cosmetology school and spend $20,000 and apprentice and get a mentor and then get a license from the state which you have to renew and it's got a picture on it and you have to tape it to the side of the toolbox that you use to hold your clippers but if you're going to take pictures of somebody's weddings which you can totally screw up forever though once 
You don't have to do anything. You just have to own a camera. Like, I'm, I'm really curious where you go to get your hair cut, where they keep their clippers in a toolbox. In a toolbox. Floyd's. Floyd's. That's the real question. Floyd's. Here. Floyd's. Yeah, it's, it's a very hip place. Floyd's? Floyd's. Are we, go, are we going oh, it's, Andy Griffith here? You no, know, it's called Floyd's? Floyd's. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a hipster barbershop. Hipster barbershop, and they use a toolbox to, to keep well, their clippers? I, I think we're really harping on the wrong issue here <laughs> right now. But, I mean, there's no way, there's no licensing or certification for photographers beyond paying. It's, it's, e- it's just as easy to get a license to do business as a photographer as it is to get a license to fish. In fact, getting a license to fish is probably harder. Yeah. yeah. So, here's, here's the difference. People who fish get a license. That's oh, true. David! There's no, there's no, there's it's no true story. There's not some bitterness in your heart yeah. there. Not a bit. Yeah. I want to hear what David. I want to hear what Just David drink. has to say about this issue. What, I mean, yeah, ahead, David, David, what do you think about the importance what, of being certified? What he, he's wearing a literally a pin that says "certified" on his uh, vest, vest and bow tie. That's right. That's how we do it in South Carolina. Bow ties. You look good. Do, You're rocking do they the bow tie. Do bow ties in Florida? You're rocking the bow tie. Don't let anybody tell you any no, different. It's a South. Carolina we don't even wear clothes. They do flannel in Florida. Well, we, we knew we were time? coming up. This is Florida. cold. Where this is where both Gary and I are wearing flannel mm-hmm. because this right Florida, here, like fifty-five degrees at night, is freezing damn cold to us. Bure likes to talk about Reagan. Please, well, please go ahead. Apparently, in Florida, you have to call yourself a hipster or go to a hipster haircutting place and wear plaid. That's oh. right. It's all part of our theme. That and was lots so of cute bracelets. that you tried to take me down a peg, Reagan. But this is my show. I'm just saying, I mean, you said you go to a hipster haircut place, and he referred to himself as Well, it's like a chain. A so I guess it's, since it's a chain, it's so. not really a hipster place. If it's I feel like we're spending too much time on that topic, as you said. Well, first of all, this is the second you time we've started talking about my hair. Podcast. Exactly. Okay. There's a fascination with your hair. <laughs> the hipster photobomb podcast. The hipster photobomb podcast. Okay, so, oh, please, David. Why, yes, why David. Get, why get certified? Yeah, I, f- I forgot the question there. We got why so get topic. certified? Why get certified? Um... I don't know if I'm... I don't know. What do you mean? Why you're certified. certified. Why did you okay. get certified, David? Um, I think a personal challenge. It's a personal challenge. Because I don't think your clients care about that. I don't think... I, I think unlike some other certifications in other industries, I don't think your clients walk into your studio going, oh, thank God they're certified. I think that, You know, you're right. But here's what is true, though. And being involved in our, our, our the different affiliates and nonprofit for photographer organizations competing in competition, doing all the things, getting the awards, and we watched the awards presentation tonight. A client walks into the lobby of my studio, and every blue ribbon, every plaque, everything, whether it's a service award, a competition award, they're all over the walls in my lobby when a client walks in. And let me tell you, when they walk in, six out of ten people go, whoa. Like there's something to it. They go, this person is legit. They have. They don't even take the time to read them and like know what they're about. I could have made them all myself at a trophy shop, but for some reason, it does give me more credibility with my clients. Did you make a trophy for yourself at a trophy shop? And you're like laughing. She likes got her own soccer trophy like up in there. You know, she puts the spelling bee champion in her photography studio. No, but it does give me credibility. The, every like magazine article that I've written, everything, everything that's in there. I got copies of the loan collection books from PPA, from the times that I've put images in the loan collection. Those are all in my studio. They're all over the place. He's not bragging. Yeah. Just for the record, he's not bragging. So all one copy of the loan collection book that I've got images in. No, I'm serious, but like there is credibility. But aside from all that, like you said... It's for yourself to it's level up. It's a personal up, challenge. To feel like you're moving That's forward. Right. Like you're, you're leveling up. You're unlocking achievements. Who's from the video game generation? This guy right here. Like 
it's improving what you're doing. It's becoming better at what you do, feeling good about it. Because for me, if I'm not, if I'm not moving forward, if I'm not achieving things, if I'm not adding to my knowledge, I'm not happy. If I'm not moving, I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing. I'm not going to create a business model and just sit on it. I want to do photography. I love photography because I'll never master it. Even if you're a master photographer, I'll say no matter what it, no matter what, yeah. you son of a bitch. I was going into my Jerry Springer final thought moment, and you just destroyed it. You sunk my battleship, you bastard. No, please continue. You're right. No, it's done. No, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Of course you do, because I'm right. Yes, you are. Right. But I also will say that you say you, that what you said about it matters to your clients. It matters to them if you make it matter to them. Listen, when they first contact me, when I send an email back to them, you better believe that there's my picture and there's that big certified seal right under my name. And, you know, it's got to help. Every little bit helps. And also, when you start doing this and working towards being a photographer and, and going into business for yourself, there's no finish line where you finally get to a point where, I mean, you tell people I'm a professional photographer, but it's nice to have something in your head where you can say to yourself, I, I am. I have the plaque to prove it. I have the certification to prove it. And for a lot of people, it's that. You know? I agree. It's, it's a test. It's 100 questions on the test. And then you have to have your images reviewed. And when you go through all of that and they come back and say, yes, you're certified. And by the way, only like 6% of the members in the PPA are certified. Wow. It's that's a very low 30, number. 30,000 members. Yeah, it's a very low number. Now at least you can say yes, and this is what you take back to your parents who wanted you to be a doctor, <laughs> and you say, "Look, I am a certified photographer," and they say, "You know, where, where are my grandchildren?" Goes, so, do you make more money now? I go, "No, no, no I don't." <laughs> but at least I don't know. I think it's a confidence builder too. Absolutely. Hey, so uh, we are. We started late. We're going late. Yes. But before we go, before we wrap this up. I want to take any questions anybody has besides Reagan because you are totally eliminated. No, you're fine. If anybody has any questions, go right on up. Uh, push Reagan off of the chair, and then no, uh, yes, no. But uh, other than that, I want to thank you guys for being here. I know it's late. Everything kind of ran late today. We're super excited to have been here for the very first live podcast. I know this is even a weird format for a lot of you compared to like being a regular program. It's like sitting in on a talk show and are you stealing the cards from the game? Give them back. You're the worst. But let me, uh, let's make you guys aware of a couple things we got going on. If you want to um, uh, support the podcast, there are a couple of things that you can do. Go on to iTunes uh, and into or if on your PC or Mac or if you have an uh, Apple device, go to the podcast app, subscribe to the podcast, listen to us. We do this every week and it's pretty much just like this except it's uh, probably shorter and we make fun of Reagan a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> That really helps us out. We don't uh, collect money. It's a completely free thing. We do it because we love it, because we like to spend time with each other. We just sort of BS and talk about all the stuff that goes on in our lives. And we also have good guests. And we have good guests. So far this year, uh, this in the last year and a half on the show, we've had um, you know Randy Van Dynen, who's a uh, GIA award-winning you know, Imaging USHP. We have Jerry and Melissa Gionis on there. Tim we've Kelly. Had, we've had Tim Kelly do a two-part episode describing his whole business. We've had some incredible guests. David Junker. David, David Junker. Let's not forget that. Who the hell is David Junker? Oh, oh my God. That's 11 you. people are going to know now. 11 people are going to know. 
But we, uh, we occasionally also provide education in our show. A couple of interesting things that have come out. Um, I'm giving a program here at this thing tomorrow, as is Boo Ray Perry at 9 o'clock in the morning. I also have a, a book on headshot photography that just went up for pre-sale on Amazon.com. It's called Photographing Headshots by Gary Hughes, which is exciting. We also have a special offer for you guys that anyone uh, who listens to the show can get 10% off of lens or equipment rentals from thelenspal.com, which is really exciting. They ship anywhere in the U.S. We love those guys. And uh, besides that, I think we'll take any questions. But if anybody wants to buy Bure any more drinks, we can totally <laughs> do that. You can find us online or at Photobomb. You can find us online at photobombpodcast.com. You can email questions to us at info. No, I'm sorry, questions. Questions. We should have that email address. You should seriously I do have this down by now. Questions at photobombpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find Gary at HughesFioretti.com. Well said. You can find me at BureyPerry.com. David, what's your, uh, what's your uh, website? David and Thank Chris. you for being here, David. That's really nice of you. I appreciate it. Uh, really Soto. nice to have David on the yep. show tonight. It's really This exciting. is exactly what I expected from Boo-Ray, but not from you. Come on, man. You know, what, what the hell's your website already? DNK A big thank yeah, you to the professional photographers of South Carolina for allowing us to be here. <laughs> I mean, the very first folks. Seriously, what's your website? And if you oh, have thank any you, questions, everybody, from the professional photographers of South Carolina. You can email us at GarySucks.com. Oh, <laughs> Uh, dnkphoto.com dnkphoto.com that's it for this week that's it for this week thank you guys for being for the very first photo bomb live